0: For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is scowzle and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is scowzle and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is scowzle and brust your sports talk
1: fix every day from 4 to 6. It's Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at the it's Avenue.
0: Party, this is Scalzo and Brust. Woo! Presented by Bud Light. It's a party, baby. On 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby.
2: ESPN Wisconsin, he is big time Benny Brost, I'm Greg Scalzo, no Joshy DiMaggio today, Joshy's got the sniffles, <laughs> sounded kind of gross when he did that, hoping back tomorrow it sounds like, provided knock on wood, Chris Larson running the show today, thank you Chris for sticking around, thank you Chris, thank you Chris,
1: you're welcome guys. I wasn't going to be able to make it home in time anyway for anything because it's nasty out there. I heard so. Is it? Oh, yeah. No. I keep hearing I it, but I look out the window and it doesn't look that bad. Now don't take uh, my word for apparently
3: it. Apparently, outside of the downtown area, it's a little bit worse yeah. away from the Usually lake. It
1: takes me about twenty minutes to get home to the falls. It takes me about probably about forty if I look on the map right now. If I did my uh, Siri. And they get the, the fastest route home. So. We'll
2: be hearing from Debbie uh, Lazigo with all your traffic updates here throughout Scalzo and Brust uh, on 94.5 On Milwaukee. Now, it's not a Tuesday, but yesterday Tory Lowe had some very important things to get to. So we moved Tory Lowe Tuesday to a Wednesday. So we welcome in the man himself. Uh, Whoa! 1.7 The Truth. I'm taking back
3: right now. What? Tory's in all bucks gear right now. The world's greatest Packer fan is moving on from the Packers. Hey. Yes, you can listen to Tory Lowe every day. I'm
2: 101.7 <laughs> the truth. He is the world's biggest Packers fan. He is Tory Lowe. Well if you just turn the page a little bit, like <laughs> we did.
0: You know, it's Bucks season. You yeah. know. You know, we move on. Look, I'm a Wisconsinite, so we go, we try to spread the energy around. And don't forget Aaron Rodgers also has some stake in the Bucks. That's true. That's a good point. And don't forget Giannis also has something to do with the Brewers. It's all connected. It's all connected. Right? We you got to circulate the energy.
3: And how did that work out last year?
0: Uh we, we, we go we gonna get him. We we gonna get him. We go, you know this year coming up, I can feel it. I'm I'm starting to feel a good. Do you uh, think I'll ever synergy. be able to
3: break Tory? Like no. he's so optimistic. <laughs> like do you think the one things that
2: Tory has to deal with are way heavier than you coming at him about the Chris Middleton injury from last year and how the bus fell short. <laughs> That's not gonna bring the man
0: down, right? Plus, I believe in bouncing back. That's Gosh,
2: it. he does
0: right. And you know, can what? you write a book? Bounce back. No, it doesn't have to
3: be about bouncing oh, back. It's okay. just in general. I feel like you, you are. You, I mean, obviously, you
2: have one to four on the Here, truth. Here's really so Ben doesn't read. I don't know why he's asking you to write a book because he
3: hasn't read a book. because he since can help he, people right. other than me
2: because he hasn't read a book since he read Alonzo Morning's biography. Oh when wow, he was fourteen years old. Um. so we're working on I was six, 17 okay so we're working on 14 years of, without him reading but what he really wants is just you to record some inspirational messaging yeah. so he can listen to it in the morning and get himself in a, in a good
3: mindset or if he decides to take a, a trip in the dark it's true he can listen to Tory Lowe on his headphones yes so like I, we all have the devil and the angel, right? Right. Like the devil is on my sh- my left shoulder. I want Tori Low on my right shoulder instead of my like my angel Ben. You know what I mean? Oh wow. I, want, I want you battling my devil because I feel like we'd come on the other side with the good Tori Low
0: and Ben. Well, you know, like I said, it's it's strategies, it's ways. Yeah. You know, we just got to apply them.
3: Yeah, that's
2: what They're I not do best. The
0: Application. The yeah. Uh,
2: Tori, we will get to Bucks as the season rolls on, right? right? Because they're going to continue to be more and more relevant. Giannis out right now. They play their first game post All Star break coming up on Friday, right? But I think everybody's pretty much on the same page that as long as this team is healthy, they've got as
0: good of a chance as any. Yes,
2: maybe even the best chance I'm to actually, win
0: it all. I'm actually uh going with the Bucks all the way this year. I like that the Bucks right now is looking very good coming t- into the second half of the season. And I was talking to Tony Smith and I was asking him who actually won the trades. Like who, what team came out, you know, with the better idea, you know, and everybody's saying Phoenix. But, um, I think the Bucks, I think I think the, Bucks the Bucks. Provided the Bucks, that Giannis nothing. and Chris
3: are healthy, adding Jay Crowder is a definite That's plus what I'm for the saying. Team. You for add nothing. Jay
0: Crowder and, uh, you know, the Bucks beefed up. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same amount of beefing up that
2: Phoenix <laughs> did because if Phoenix is healthy, you're rolling out, you're rolling out Chris Paul. If we want, Kevin Booker, if we want to do this, Kevin
3: Durant. I understand DeAndre all that, Aiden, but you mean, but they they lost like the McAl Bridges, who was their cornerstone, mm-hmm. right? The bigger thing is
2: they have a much bigger chance of not being healthy than any other team because of the history of injury, right. specifically around KD, Chris Paul. Uh, you know, and 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 you need you need all of those guys to be at hundred percent because what you're saying is right. You're losing out on the depth and some of the you know like the other the, pieces, the key
3: but, pieces that help make a team a team. But that closing five man, like if it was a pickup game. I'm taking I'm taking the Suns all day, but in an NBA, NBA Finals matchup, five, there's nobody better I think
2: right now than what that closing five is. You might be able to argue the Bucks full strength, <laughs> might be able to argue
3: the Celtics full
2: strength when so you get Robert Williams in there with with Horford and.
3: But give KD the ball, let him go to work. Oh, KD. Got Drew a little guy, kicked a Devin Booker. Like, what are we
0: doing here? Chris insane. Paul running the show, and then DeAndre Aiden underneath to clean it, up. It, it sounds exciting, but I went through this all. I went through this with New Jersey, and I'm not going back down that road again. <laughs> it imploded. I'm ready to move on. The what? Bucks have stayed solid uh, right now. I'm, I'm liking Crowder. I'm, I just want to see when it gets down to the playoffs. Uh, maybe we have some issues with the Celtics.
3: But I think it's going to be a battle
2: no matter what. It's going to be a battle. Billy's gonna pose a challenge too. I don't think they either as good as these other teams right. in the chemistry the Bucks have built is meaningful, but they gotta get healthy, right? You get Bobby right. back, you get Giannis back. So so we'll have more Bucks conversations down the road. But as much That's as people wanna wanna to, want to say that it's Buck season right now, it's still Packers oh, season. Come right on now. We we still got things that we gotta Unfinished business. Aaron Jones back. He takes a little bit of a pay How hey. fired up are you about that? He's one of my all-time favorite Packers. Torrey, who's your I, all-time I, I,
0: favorite hold Packer? Hold on. I said Aaron Jones. I, You know, when we were talking about uh, last year, he was this consistent uh, force last year. And like I said, I mean, the running game is there. You know? Oh, yeah. We got uh, improvements in the past. Now we got to figure out his... Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be with us enough, And I've been hearing a lot of trade ideas going on. I mean, I think that we just waiting to see what that piece looks like with the Packers. I think right now it's more of the quarterback idea that we need to kind of resolve.
2: I think that's the case with everybody. Yeah, I mean, it, it all starts with Aaron. It's it's what Aaron wants to do, uh, and I think that right now, Tori, you've got some people in the media uh, who are saying, "Hey, I'm hearing from sources. I'm putting pieces together. The Packers have turned the page on Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure you heard that mm, last week. I've heard, this. I've heard this. Now this week, you're getting reporting from Tom Pelissero and uh, Jeff Darlington, who are national guys saying no. Looks like Aaron's going to be back with this Packers team. How do you kind of pick where to trust, where to put your time, where to
0: put your energy in terms of what? Because it's important hate. time and energy for the Green Bay Packers. That's if you believe that the decision is not Aaron Rodgers. See, good, I, I believe that the decision is Aaron's. I do too. And, I do three. And and I'll tell you this. It doesn't matter what none, nobody writes. And it's always going to be speculation that, you know, you got to kind of, you know, shake the – you no, know, shake the nets a little bit, but I think that we're all waiting to hear from Aaron Rodgers, and I think that it's going to... I, I was hoping that he doesn't drag this out like it's been, but then you get these crazy stories, and then one week he's he's going to the Jets, the next week he's Uh, staying with the Packers. Then next week he's. But I still don't think he's dragging it out because he's been been
3: transparent that like he's going on this darkness retreat and he's going to have clarity after this and he will make a decision sometime soon after. So I don't think we're far off and we're still in February,
0: right? So well, I'm just saying like I I did not like Favre's exit. I think I'm still traumatized. <laughs> I think I got PTSD <laughs> from what took place with Brett Favre. But now, yeah. uh, after all of the stuff in Mississippi, we we're moving on. I had to move on from that.
3: You don't you don't dream about like Wrangler g-
0: jeans or anything Like night, na- nightmares or the copper fit. You know when I'm out playing flag football and my knee hurt, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up the copper fit. <laughs> But But uh, you know, I mean, I think that right now. That's the only position right now that Green Bay is worried about is that is the, you know, the quarterback position. And I think Aaron Rodgers is the one that's going to make the final decision.
3: Would you be upset if he if if he came out and said, Look, after coming out of this darkness retreat, I've loved all my time as a Green Bay Packer, but I think it's time to explore new options. How would you, Tory Lowe, the world's biggest Packer fan, react to Aaron Rodgers leaving?
0: You know what? I got a song. Yeah I, I love got, song. Song. I got a song Be ready to queue it up there Chris uh, Cue it up Chris Oh Whoa! That's how I'm gonna feel about this You know He gotta come out He gotta tell everybody He gotta tell the world We're waiting
2: I like it Yes Gotta show the world Who he wants to be Right It's up to Aaron And who is it Is this Dan I'm Ross I'm in full
0: support of Aaron Dana Who is Rice. this
3: Dan Ross Yeah Dan yeah. Ross Yeah Well done
0: Benning. Let's go I don't get much music, right? I'm not very music. We just waiting for him to make that announcement. And that's where we are right now as Packer fans because you know what? We're ready. <laughs> I'm we're coming it. out. We're over. It. We're over. I want to work, we're I already know. making plans for the next Super Bowl. We look we already looking toward the future right now. Coming out of the darkness. Right. I
3: just want to clarify that.
0: So, let let's see what he says. I mean, I'm still waiting for the Pat McAfee where he comes. I think he's good now. The thing is, is he going to say it on the Pat McAfee? I think he podcast. I think right. I think, he right. I think
3: if point. he met you, he would do it on the Tory Lowe show because he would know how much it means to you. <laughs> you know as right? I think he
2: needed to do it right here. At the same point, I do think it's possible we get Aaron coming out and just saying, "Hey, I'm going to play again. I'm on the Packers. I'm under contract." And like almost try to make it all out to be all this humo, all the noise, hoopla, noise. He's like, why are you making any of the noise around me? I've said, I'm going to take my time. He clearly booked a darkness retreat after the Super Bowl, thinking, hey, maybe we're going to win it all. And instead of going to Disney World, I would just walk into a room of darkness for four days (laughs) and uh, and make this decision. And if he comes out and just says, look, I'm deciding I want to play football, and I'm a member of this Packers team, so let's go and get it. I could see him playing this real low of like, I wasn't deciding between any other teams. I right. was just deciding if I want to play football.
0: If he I'm had the heart to play with
2: the Packers,
3: and, and I'm
2: I'm in now. And I'm it all goes
3: in. and it goes against every report that's been out there right now, which which plays which right plays into, right into what he wants to be like. You don't know my inner circle. You don't know what I'm thinking about. Yeah. I, I I see it one hundred percent. Did 100%. we just solve the Aaron Rodgers dilemma? Well, love, it looks like we can. We could have cracked the code. What is it? Four four <laughs> 413? Did we
0: we, we could have cracked the code. I, you know, I'm looking forward to this next season, and I think that Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. I like it. I do too. Uh, Tori, you're going to be on, uh, the air tonight with a
2: special six to eight show. It's going to air on this station, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. It's going to air on 100.5 ESPN in Madison. It's going to air on 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam, as well as, uh, 1017 The Truth and 620 WTMJ in Milwaukee. So you're going to have five stations, uh, Aaron, Tori Lowe, Tony Smith, Telly Hughes, in honor of Always Black History, and you guys are going to kind of break down the intersection of race and sports. Tell us what we
0: can look forward to tonight. Look, another powerful conversation mm-hmm. about how uh, black athletes expect, uh, from sports affected history, real historic events. And, and when it comes to black athletes, many times those platforms are larger than life. Like Muhammad Ali, when you know when they so when they speak out, sometimes it affects the culture. You know, as recent as Colin Kaepernick, you know what I mean? So we have to talk about these things and how uh, sports uh, and black history come together. Looking forward to it. Very much so.
2: Make sure you tune in to that 6 to 8 p.m. tonight. It's going to be re-air 10 to noon uh, on Sunday, where you normally hear Sunday karma across all these stations as well. So, Tori, enjoy it
0: as always. We'll talk to you next week, my man. Hey, look, I appreciate y'all for having me on. And let's go, Aaron Rodgers. We... Back you 100. Let's get ready for next year. Hey, I'm trying to get me some tickets. I'm trying to go on CheatTicket.com and try to get me a Super Bowl ticket because they're expensive, and, and I and those prices, I may have to you know cut an arm and a leg. I out feel of. like here's the, here's the deal. I feel like <laughs> if the Packers get to the
2: Super Bowl next year, we need to make sure Tori Lowe is there.
3: Whoa! What the hell is it right what? here? Oh, you Scott and been have gone to the Super Bowl last <laughs> five years, and you've left me
2: in the dust. No, I'm saying to the actual game, Tory. I don't care about Tory. <laughs> I want <go. laughs> to go oh, to the game. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> to the Miro game. Masa. I know. I want to go with you. Oh, it's, it's the, the world's it's biggest Packers fan. If the Packers win the Super Bowl, and I'm the
3: world's biggest front runner, going along with <laughs> to <Tori> Road. <Rowe. laughs> look, I'm a. I don't have. Do the, you see it? him bringing you down? I, and, I, I'm, I'm
2: telling you, no, Scalzo. No, no, I'm.
3: I'm I'm
0: with him. uh Uh. I'm with him. You're not. Maybe I could get him in a suitcase. <laughs> no, we,
2: we can find a way for him to get to Vegas. Okay, that's what's to up. To get to Vegas where the Super Bowl is. I'm saying I would want to lead a crowdsourced funding to make sure we can get Tory Lowe a ticket next year from the Scalzo and Russ with family. With Ben Brust
3: in the, suitcase. the Super
2: Bowl. Not Ben Brust
0: involved at all. Can hey. take away from the
2: donations?
0: The road. To the Super Bowl, Pack Nation, stand up! I'm looking forward to next year. Appreciate y'all for having me on the show. All right, Tony, totally love a great day. Go to day. Super Bowl. We'll talk about the uh,
2: Ty Dunn, Bob McGinn verse, Todd Pelissero and Jeff Darlington. It's like a tag team championship match. Which team do you trust? Because they're purporting completely opposite things. We'll explore it next. That's Gals and Russ presented by the world's greatest beer bud light. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcast. It's free,
1: it's everywhere, and it's for you.
2: Bud Light, he's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo, no Jachi DiMaggio, Chris Larson, your Cousin Sub of the Day, Cousin Subs, we believe in better, uh, I don't have it in front of me, I'm going to go ahead and guess we've got Alex G on the board in Madison, holding it down at the ESPN Madison Studios downtown off the Capitol Square, is that right? Right guy, Wooly Shine, Wooly memory Ryan, yes. Right on. Much more it clean going, cut guys? than G, not as many nipples, but we still love Ryan Wooly Shine. <laughs>
3: i shouldn't say that i don't know yeah do you have three nipples
4: uh i can confirm that i just have two i am (laughs) not as extraordinary as alex g what what's the most unique thing about you (laughs) um unique thing um you know not a lot i'll be honest all right pretty standard run-of-the-mill guy Love it. Thanks, Ryan.
2: Dynamite drop in there. Benny, What's the, you've kind of put him on the spot. What's the most unique thing about you?
3: Um, right now, on my right foot, three of my toenails are not oh, on You my... can't talk about this. Like, you were officially banned? Dude, you asked me what's unique about me. That's pretty freaking unique. You
2: went to the one thing you know actually disgusts me. I know. You opened up the door. What am I supposed to do? Ben Brown. Uh, I ran right through it. I to the office earlier today. <laughs> shoe off. Dude, I've been doing Someone, under my desk. Shoe off. Yep, yeah, it's under your desk,
3: so nobody can see it. Yeah. It's just out in the open, rolling his foot. With a nice American Family Insurance Championship golf ball. Just, you're disgusting.
2: Last week, uh, we had the podcast with Bob McGinn and Ty Dunn in which they talked about uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. The Packers being done with Aaron Rodgers, having turned the page Hang on,
3: real quick, to Greg. Jordan Love, believing Can I that something? Jordan Love
2: is the second coming of Aaron Rodgers, that he's a future Hall of Famer, and the fact that the team is so disgusted with Aaron Rodgers that even if Aaron wanted to return to the Packers, he would return as a backup. What? Ryan
3: Wolersheim.
4: You there? What are you doing? I am still here, yes. All
3: right, you had some time to think about it. I can't leave this conversation with there's nothing about me that's unique, dude. Come on now. What do you got?
4: <laughs> All right. I guess the most unique thing was I was... Uh, you guys asked me what my nickname was back in the day. Uh, I was given a nickname by no other than Jason Wilde uh, with Wollersheim. There's a Wollersheim winery around here. So the sommelier is what I've been known by around the office. You guys were wondering... What you can call me, uh interested in a little more than just Rye Guy. Alright, there it is. Uh thank you, Ryan Wollersheim. Please no, continue. We're gonna, we're gonna come back to you, Ryan. Yeah, you give us I, something I mean better like, than
3: Jason
2: Wilde just gave me a nickname of the Samaritan. The most Net.
3: unique thing about you is Wilde gave you a nickname? Come on, Ryan. We well, gotta like, dig deep no, like no dude, you stay up you the... stay till three AM, like I don't know, watching like sumo wrestling. I don't know, I don't care what it is, give me something. Or like your fun fact,
2: like that you have to do when you start a job or, you know, your
3: icebreakers in school must suck.
4: All right. <laughs> they were great. I mean, I, I used to do this weird trick with my ear and that was kind of my icebreaker, but it doesn't work great for the radio medium. So
3: we're on the radio and now, Ryan, your most unique thing is Hold something I that can people w- can't I can, enjoy can on wiggle, the radio. I can
2: wiggle my ears. Can you as well? Is that the thing?
3: I, I see Greg Scalzo no, wiggling his ears. Ryan Wollersheim, something not visual, something that everyone can enjoy from an audio medium. Sweet,
2: uh tongue tricks, too, as
3: well. That's how you got a good <laughs> wife. <Jeez>. Ryan Wollersheim, <laughs> come give, on. Give him some more time. I'll come back. We'll All right, back. we'll, we'll come, come back to we'll come you, back Ryan. Back to Make sure you come with some heat next time, though, we'll, we'll, dude. We'll get, we'll get back to him. willie gave me a nickname. Not a great nickname either. Yeah, no.
2: Like the Somaliay is a long <laughs> nickname.
3: The Somaliay. Yes. It's also like what? He probably doesn't even drink wine.
2: Maybe it does. Maybe that's what's going to be unique is he likes uh specific wines from, uh, from the wines so, from
3: the East Bank of So uh, so, of, of so Ryan, let me ask you this. Do you want to be a host one day on the radio?
4: Uh I, hosting has never been in my uh future career plans. Uh, more so working in production behind the scenes, if you can imagine.
3: You know what? This is starting to make a lot of sense.
4: We have
2: good Packers sound to get to. We've got conflicting reports between Bob McGinn, who's a Hall of Fame level Uh, A Hall of Fame level reporter from his days at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel on the Go Long podcast saying basically the Packers under no circumstances would ever let Aaron Rodgers back in as the QB1. And meanwhile, we've got two very respected national reporters. uh, Tom Pellicero from from the NFL Network said this on the Rich Eisen Show yesterday about Aaron Rodgers returning to the
1: Packers. All I can speak for is what I know, Mm -hmm. which is that If Rodgers wants to play for the Packers, and if he is bought into the way that they want to proceed here, then the Packers want him back, and they would expect that he's going to come back and play really well in 2023.
2: So there he says, you know, basically that, yeah, like Packers, very much a good landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. Jeff Darlington doubled down on that of ESPN. Here's what Jeff Darlington had to say in a conversation as much about Derek Carr as about Aaron Rodgers, but very insightful to hear what he learned about Aaron Rodgers potentially returning to the Packers.
5: I've I've learned two things in the past 24 hours that make me kind of believe that the Jets, it's time for them to simply sign Derek Carr. The first of which is a conversation I had with a very important Green Bay Packers source who quite honestly believes that Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers and that all of this is being overhyped. He looks Mm -hmm. at the contract that Aaron Rodgers signed last year, the commitment that he gave to the team, and believes that at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers. There's another bit of information, and that is the impeccably sourced uh, report from Diana Rossini talking about that the Jets told Derek Carr in his meeting that they believe that with the Jets, he will be a Hall of Famer. Okay? If that's not just total BS, if they're just not trying to inflate him, which maybe that is the case, go sign Derek Carr right now. You're potentially waiting on a guy in Aaron Rodgers who might or might not be available when you have a guy who is just in your building who you believe will be a Hall of Fame quarterback as a New York Jets player? What yeah. are you waiting
2: on? So you hear there, both from Darlington and Pellicero, Aaron Rodgers likely to come back to the Packers. It's what logic would tell you. It's what logic would tell you when you look at the contract, when you look at the teams that would be interested in Aaron, and when you look at what he desires, which is to win another championship, that if Aaron decides, following his, uh, darkness retreat, to play football once again, he is going to be all in. Uh, and if he's all in, you're looking at it and saying, it would, logic would lead me to believe he returns to the Packers. Now, last week, it was, Said by Bob McGinnon, Ty Dunn, that the Packers don't want to welcome him back. We're getting two completely different stories. Who do you believe? Put him in a tag team championship matchup uh, in the ring. Who do you take? Do you take the tag team of McGinnon Dunn, or do you take Pelissero and Darlington? 800-990-3776, 800 800-990- E S P N to get into the show. You can get us on Twitter as well at Scalzo and Brust. we'll try to get a poll up during the break. Or if Josh is listening right now on the stream, uh, Joshy, can you help out? Help us poll? out, buddy.
3: Um, look, my answer is none of the clowns, none of the clowns that you mentioned. I'm taking, I'm taking Scalzo and Brust. Cause you know what? Jeff Darlington sounded like Greg Scalzo for the last two and a half months. What have you been saying for the last two and a half months? Aaron Rogers, best opportunity to win a Super Bowl is where Greg? Green Bay. Not with the Jets and not with the Raiders. What else have you been saying, Greg? Contract. Contract! Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. He's locked in for $60 million next year, and for them to have to rework and find a landing spot that makes sense for Rodgers, all of this has been talked about by Scalzo and Brust. Not by Brust, but Scalzo. But luckily, the show's name is Scalzo Brush, so I am grouping myself in there. Well, and I agree. I
2: don't. I don't trust either of them because my I can. I continue to believe that Aaron Rodgers doesn't even know what he wants right now. Maybe he does after his darkness retreat. I genuinely think he's like I am working through it. I am figuring. And if Aaron doesn't know, then nobody knows because Aaron has all the leverage. The Packers might want Aaron to be gone. Aaron's got the leverage. Aaron says, "Now I'm coming back. I don't want to be traded. I'm not going to rework this contract. The Packers aren't going to be able to trade him unless they completely destroy their future and destroy their team. They're and they ain't benching him
3: like old Bobby McGinn blasphemy came out of his mouth. And they're not going to bench him. And if he wants
2: to return and says, you know what? I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to return. I'm going to do it my way. They have zero leg to stand on. And they created the situation. They created a situation they had a leg. in which they said, you know what? Uh, we're going to A – Take Jordan Love. We're going to diminish our relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Then we're going to have to win him back because he's the one shining star of the organization. And he's covered up for a whole lot of mistakes that we've made. And we're going to hire a coach that doesn't hold him accountable and have a GM that doesn't hold him accountable. And now all of a sudden, people want to pretend like this team has the ability, the wherewithal, the will to hold him accountable. And right now, the leverage is all with Aaron Rodgers. We don't know what Aaron wants to do. Aaron doesn't know what Aaron wants to do. And that is what's so interesting to me. But if you had to believe in one, which one do you believe in? And is it Pelicero and Darlington? The national guys with the established networks? Or is it McGinn and Dunn? McGinn, who's been working this Packers beat for uh, you know, 30 plus years, and Ty Dunn, who's shown the ability to come up with some great stories, uh, they're at Go Long Pod. 80, 990, 3776. We had Ron in the key. Looks like he dropped. We've got a few other folks there. If you're on the line, stay there. If you're not, give us a call. 800-990-3776. we got one or zeroes to get to as well. Uh, but I want to stay on this track. Who do you believe? What do you believe it is? Scalzo and Ross presented by the World's Greatest Beer Bud Light.
3: Dave here to tell you about the wonderful community and club at the Princeton Club. It's been amazing working out there for my better tomorrow. The personal training that I've done with my guy, Maddie has made me a better person in my everyday life. The endorphins, I feel it, baby. I feel it. I feel it and I love it. Find your passion, whether it be the weights, the cardio, basketball courts, workout classes. If you've been thinking about getting into your fitness, do it no other place than the Princeton Club and find you a better tomorrow. One of those Madison locations or in New Berlin in the Milwaukee area. Chris, let's get to some one or zeros. Are you a one or a zero?
0: That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you a yes or a no? No. <laughs>
1: There's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero.
2: He is Ben Brost. I'm Greg Scalzo. We're your contestants for One or Zero. Chris Larson, your host, he asks us a question. We say one for yes, zero for no. There is no gray area. Chris, take
1: it away. All right, guys, kicking off One or Zero here. Former Packers defensive coordinator and current senior defensive analyst for the Carolina Panthers, Dom Capers was seen today at a press conference which he can only be described as the worst dyed job in hairsprayed hair ever seen. One or zero. Embracing baldness is better than trying to hold on too long.
3: You know, I'm going to go zero here. Um, Because some people can really pull off the bald look. Like Greg Matzik over at WTMJ. He's a handsome bald dude. There's some ugly bald dudes. I don't think Capers would look good bald. I think it's better that he's trying to hold on even though you that doesn't seen look good either, yet, have you? Oh, I've seen it. It's horrible. But I still think Capers bald might be worse. It's not. Bald is better.
2: Like if you could pull it off, pull it off. If I ever go bald until like short of a certain age I will get hair transplant. I will get treatment stuff. <laughs> like, I, I know that. I've accepted that. Now, I've got good hair genes, so I hope it never happens. Um, and I wouldn't be ashamed to admit it. I so, would tell everybody. Like, hey, that's what. But if you are going, like, it, nobody pays attention to a bald Dom Capers. Or if he's got a little bit of fuzz up there, you know, like an old guy does. Yeah, yeah,
3: like Just like a natural
2: I believe he's in his 70s right now. Let's get an age on Dom Capers so I don't offend anybody. Um, Who'd
3: you can to with fenton? Seventy two.
2: Seventy two. Yeah. Like seventy two years old. By the time I'm seventy, I would just—you're just coming home at that point, and people accept it. Like I don't think he would look that bad if he just had a little gray like fuzz and he was bald. Yeah, but like this—we're ta- I'm talking bald, bald. This is embarrassing. It's great. Like it to me, I look at that person and I say they have lost all sense of reality. The fact that they looked at themselves in the mirror and were like, I could pull this off, tells me that they are no longer anchored to the world in the way that they need to in order to conduct themselves as a normal adult person day to day.
0: As
3: a special assistant to the De Carolina Panthers secondary, these guys are definitely going to respect me with this haircut. In the straight across, like, I, it's, it's wild. So, I want to grow my also, hair Also, for the record, men,
2: dye jobs to me aren't necessary. Like, I shouldn't even split it up gender-wise, but, like, there's something of, like, why are people so afraid of gray hair?
3: Some people look better with it. Some people look better without it.
2: I agree, but maybe if you touch it a little bit with some color, but the jet black dye job,
3: it's never going to work. I want to grow my hair out, but I want your support. Uh, you have my support. I think it'd look way better if you grew it out. So can you I've said that for a while? Can you help me figure out like how, like when I ask for my next haircut, what I should be focusing on so I don't? No, because every should
4: time should I just I've not ever, cut it?
2: Every time I've ever given you a bite, you're like, "Well, my hair doesn't do it that way," and everyone's hair is different. Yeah, here's my idea. You, you've heard me say this many times. No, I haven't heard it in a while, so refresh. I'm not great in terms of like visualizing things. If you, if I saw it, I would give you a very good, honest feedback. But I'm not great in terms of... Where like, am I at right now? What do you mean? It's, you, you knitted, it's way too long based on how you do your
3: hair. Okay. Now, are you... like for? An, there's an awkward face. My awkward face could be three to five months. But that's only based on the one way you've done your hair.
2: I don't know how to do it other ways. Okay, but here's what you have at your disposal. You have uh, somebody who's <laughs> cut your hair who you haven't tipped in the past. Thanks for bringing that up. Who's friends with you and is the girlfriend of our producer. You don't think you can consult her and be like, hey, what do you think based on how my hair is in terms of how I can do this?
3: Well, I'm not going to pay $40 for a trim. I'll tell you that much. I'm just kidding if you're listening. I'm just kidding. Venmo her for a (laughs) referral fee. Like, hey, I need a little help here. (laughs) She probably understands
2: different hairstyles. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I just haven't cut my hair. Yeah, but like, bland. you may
3: not know what the hell you're doing, but you have natural flow and curls. I don't have that. Like, if you I don't I, know what you have. It, yes, I have. It. I grew it out in Lithuania. I didn't and touch I it. I thought it looked great in Lithuania. But do you know how much maintenance I had to do with that? Like, I think I, you're an over maintenance guy, though. I think you just have the tendency where you want to control everything. So, he, hear me so out. Like, Greg hair is past his shoulders right now. It's like crazy. Th- that is, is it really? Is. really it really is. is. Yeah. I'm looking at your shoulders just below it. If I were to have hair as long as yours, the front would just cover my nose. Like you it would. To, you have to like. I could. I'd have to spray it in. No, it, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Greg, I'm telling you, you
2: wouldn't. I, I. I had
3: long hair.
2: You. Move, all right. Benny's getting long hair. You moving to hairspray as your first product is your
3: first problem. <laughs> this is talking hair.
2: Just <laughs> some dudes talking hair here.
1: Don't know what the hell we're doing, or at least I don't know what I'm doing. Go ahead, Chris. I can see Dom Capers with a nice uh, blonde dye job.
3: Yeah, I think he at this point he's got to lean gotta in. Try right?
1: something else, maybe some highlights or something like that. Frost the tips a little bit. Anyway, moving on to 1 or 0 here. A New Jersey Shore carnival worker was banned for 10 years and given a $15,000 fine because the basketball game he ran overinflated basketball to three times their recommended pressure, making the game almost impossible to win. 1 or 0 we all know and accept carnival games are rigged for us to lose.
3: I think guy should sue. He's doing his job. I was the sucker at the carnival at the basketball game that ran to my dad for 20 bucks every time I missed. And I was like, oh, I'm so close. I was in and out. I'll get it next time. Like, that's part of it. The, the rims are screwed up. The balls are weird. But, like, I remember, like, the satisfaction of walking home with the big stuffed animal or giving that to a niece and nephew when I made the carnival three. This is messed up. 15 grand? You might not make that in in a year as a carnival guy. So here's the thing. Here's the thing.
2: Uh, One, we all know and accept carnival games are rigged for us to lose. I agree with that. It's got to change. I'm glad you brought this up, Chris. It has to stop.
3: (laughs) What are you talking? All right. Didn't know we were going here today. Greg Scalzo's carnival game solutions. Make them more reasonable. Today
2: is a world of gambling, right? It's a world of gambling. If people know that they're walking into it to lose, that's why people haven't gone to carnivals the way that they used to. Carnivals traffic is way down. People are not <laughs> big carnivals in, down. People are not participating in their local carnival games the way that they once did, and it's because we all now recognize how rigged it is. And I feel like the carnies have taken it all the way to the line of like. Now it's too impossible. You have to make it more winnable. Even if you charge a little bit more, people win at carnival games. They have a good experience, which means they want to come back. Their kids have a good experience, which means they want to come back. The carnies are actually hurting their own business by making it so much more difficult to do. Take a cue from the casinos. from the, You want to make it where the house has the advantage, but still make it winnable because you'll get people coming back time after time.
3: Joshy, if you're out there. On Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, do Carnival people need to make their games easier? I think it's a good strategic business decision for them.
2: Solved Big Carnival today. No, because I think the other piece of Big Carnival is the safety of the rides. Like the in, in, in Ensuring the safety of the rides needs to also happen.
3: I don't know. There's something about living on the edge of knowing that at any point the thing might snap off, and there you go. Yeah, but you're talking about this as somebody who was a teenager because that's probably
2: the last time you remember going to a carnival. Not as a parent taking their child to a Well, carnival. yeah,
3: I've gone with my siblings as, like, Uncle Ben, but, like, and I'm going on the, the ones that if I fell off, I'd survive. They need to, make, to bring back better bumper cars. Bumper cars used to be great, too. Best carnival games, 800-990-3776. I didn't have bumper cars in my carnival. You have you ever been on a bumper car?
2: Yeah, of course. But like you do bumper cars at like a place. Like you go in the summer to you, a you go to a bumper car place? No, it's where they've got the bumper boats, they've got the bumper cars, they've got go karts, they've got um uh uh, uh like what? batting cages, mini golf, like in this like anytime you go to like a tourist destination. Bumper cars is what I'm thinking of, right? I mean it's where you had by like, getting those yeah, it's like I've cars got the rubber and yeah, yeah, boom. Yeah, I it was a part of the traveling carnivore that came to my uh, carnival that came to my town. <laughs> carnivore,
3: <laughs> very well, very good well. steakhouse. Yes, yes, shout out Omar.
2: 800-990-3776. number to get into the show. Call us, text us. There, we'll get to you. The Scalzo and Brust family. Plus, we'll hear from Jason Wilde and a uh, Jim Rutledge sized rant next. It's Scalzo and Brust, presented by Bud Light.
4: Through my veins, like tiny bubbles in a champagne glass, make a body levitate. Way, way, way up high, way, way up high. There's a body in my brain, every
3: color of the rainbow sky. Skelso Brust presented by the world's
2: greatest beer, Bud Light, Ben Brust, Rick Scalzo You, the Scalzo Brust family, calling, texting 800 990 ESPN
3: 990 3776. Wooly Ryan Wollersheim. Check in.
4: I'm here, buddy. Yeah.
3: Here. All right. Earlier in the program, we checked in with Ryan Wolersheim, asked him what the most unique thing about him is, and he said that Jason Wildey gave him a nickname, and I did not accept that. We
2: got a couple other uh, Wooly nicknames here. Uh, Pete McGuanigo says, Wooly Wooler, Rockin' Wool, Walkin' Wool, Wolersheim, your head for a quarter.
3: Hmm. I don't get the last one. Sounds bad. All right most unique thing about you. Take four. Ready? Beep!
4: Alright, well before I started my illustrious career here at ESPN Madison, I was a volunteer reporter for another local radio station, and I actually won an award for one of the stories I wrote about a uh, local youth football program. Won a Milwaukee Press Club Award for that one. And, yeah.
1: Wooly, wooly.
3: Uh,
4: Congrats! I need something better. Look, I, I'm still working on it, alright? I'm, I'm scrubbing my LinkedIn. I'm going through my entire life history. Go through your my photos, man! Like, time. I
3: don't know. Like, have you done anything interesting? Did you go to the Eiffel Tower? Like, you wrote an article? Is that uni- what, what, what's me about unique? What's unique? You write unique articles about me. every day! What's unique about me? I'm I said, we well, got. I won awards. What was that? They They all know what awards? awards. Yeah, okay, I get it. That's a that's an accomplishment. That's not like fun. The the fans want to get to know you. They don't want to hear about some fluff piece you wrote about some kids playing football. Isn't there like an
2: about you email with interesting facts that go out Uh, on it wasn't a fluff piece, it was an award winning piece. Show some respect. (laughs) God. I I got your back, Ryan. Fellow W S U M guy, I know.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: Um isn't there normally, like,
3: didn't wasn't Jesse as your manager supposed to be sending out, like, an about you? Like, I like to travel. My favorite and, sports teams are this, and I uh, watch them in the Super Bowl or, you know, like, well, Ryan, take five. Have you ever done ayahuasca in South America?
4: Not in South America, no.
6: <laughs>
3: Good answer. We're getting somewhere. Take five next segment. All
4: right, well, we'll get back to him on that.
2: Uh, eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. We'll welcome in right off the bat. We're just gonna welcome him right in, Ron in the key. Ron, welcome to Scalzo and Bros. We're presented by Bud Light. What do you got?
6: So, can't all of these reports be true? Because they say if Aaron is willing to fully buy in, and much like a wise producer of yours stated. That's easy than a caveat. You can say anything. You can be like, I plan to be really healthy this year as long as, you know, I stick to my diet and work out. Ben's going to be smarter as long as he reads a book.
2: Okay, but, but the idea of fully bought in is vague enough. It's not the Packers' choice here, though. So, like, the idea that they want him back if he's fully bought in is like, okay, so we're talking about the week worth of practice that he missed in in uh, in the spring last season. Like, that's the difference for the buy Packers up. between the, them wanting to. I don't think that that is. The I entire think the di-
6: fully buy in is.
2: The entire direction you do of what the you're franchise told. is. The entire direction of the franchise hinges on Aaron Rodgers, quote unquote, doing what he's told. But by whom? By LaFleur? Because LaFleur tells him, just do what you want to do.
3: And if he tells him anything, Aaron's just going to get his way.
6: But, right, but that's the point because he's not fully bought in. So I'm saying all those things are true. They know that it's not going to happen. They're like, yeah. If Aaron would do what we want, we want him back. So you're that saying way they can say so we th- want him back, even though they know it's not possible. So you're asserting and they can be disgusted by him. You're asserting
2: that these uh, uh, established, esteemed members of the media are disingenuously reporting things simply to drive more traffic to whatever story that they have.
6: I don't think if, if those if they're reporting that that's what's said. What's disingenuous about it?
2: Because you're clearly saying that if, if the idea is the Packers don't want him back because they don't think he'll be fully bought in, and someone's saying the Packers want him back if he's fully banned, it's so a waste of time to report. It's a disingenuous report. We're just reporting things well, of yeah, like, I, yeah, Greg okay. would be happier if he's six feet tall. Like, I, you know, like, okay. what are we talking about here, wait, okay, wait,
0: wait, wait. None wait, of this, wait, is, wait. As, none of this Aaron, is accurate,
2: as, It's not in the but spirit but of what None of
6: any of it. None of any of it's accurate, right? Because all the stuff Aaron's saying isn't accurate, right? How so? Aaron's been nothing but
2: honest throughout the, and transparent throughout this process.
6: He, no, he hasn't. He's been a beacon know, of I honesty the, and transparency. Me, I, I have difficulty here because I never know whether we're discussing, you know, within the bit or not within the bit. The last thing what this bit? guy is is transparent and honest.
2: How? He said, like, I need to think about whether or not I'm going to play football, and he's making that decision. That's the first decision that needs to be made. And then once that decision's made, he's under contract with the Packers, and he has to work with them to figure out if they want him back. But that doesn't really matter, because if he wants to be back, he controls his own destiny. He has all the leverage.
6: It, well, he has all he, the only reason he doesn't have all the leverage is because they don't have an owner. So they have the ability to play chicken more than most most places. If they really wanted to, but what is like, that? I don't look think like? anybody in the right mind thinks he's the backup to love based on ability. But if you're still playing this big game of chicken, then you can.
3: So you're saying but that the Packers
6: this is all bet. this is a big game of chicken.
2: You're saying that the Packers would play chicken in the sense of Rogers wants to be back. No, under- I don't think. That, no,
6: I don't think they will. So I he think, has all I, the leverage. I, honest, I,
2: we all nobody thinks they will because it would ruin their season. They're wasting $30 million out of their cap space on a backup quarterback who's literally going to spend the entire year trying to destroy the
6: team from within. They would never do that. Their whole season's ruined. Is there any situation that their season isn't ruined next year? Yeah, Aaron comes, Aaron comes back, back. And this team ends up being a Super no, Bowl. Contender, that's not, huh? that's not hap- no, this, that's not happening. The, the best scenario. You don't think Aaron We comes get back. through all this drama? No, I think eventually it gets traded. I think this is all just a giant waste. I think both sides are doing exactly what you're saying. Not Aaron. This, this is just one giant game of chicken on who can, who can like leave the, the public-facing image on, oh, we wanted the relationship to work. But if that's but the battle,
3: did. the public image, then Aaron Rodgers coming back is the best public image for all of them. Well, it gives him the best chance to win too. And I and I think like again the idea that
2: Rogers is doing the same thing. Rogers isn't speaking through the media. Rogers is going looking right into a camera on the Pat, Pat McAfee
6: show. Pat McAfee is it, through it, the media. It's that's, that's you're come hearing on that's directly just from question. the horse's
2: mouth you're not getting these random reports they're all contradictory that are clearly all being uh, it's a propaganda machine right now the fact that we're hearing about jordan love from multiple reporters about how great he is and how highly thought of ron you're smart enough to sniff out some propaganda when it's being sent. set your i just
6: agree i just agreed with you that i said that they are right yes like, I, I absolutely but Aaron is that. a purveyor of truth No, he's not. If he was honest, he would say, I don't want to be here anymore. That's honest. Goody, I don't like. I think Matt LaFleur. Why don't you think he wants to be in Green Bay anymore? He wants to win a championship. That gives him the best chance to win. But he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do it listening to Lafleur, and he doesn't want to do it with Goody. And you don't hear him saying that. That's listening to Lafleur and Goody.
2: And thank you for the call, Ron. I think that that's that's a convenient. He doesn't want to do it listening to what the hell is he listening to Lafleur on? Like Lafleur owes any element of his job and success to Aaron Rodgers. Without Aaron Rodgers, Lafleur is the offensive coordinator at Rutgers right now. Like, what are we talking about?
3: Might be the uh, the quarterbacks coach for he McVay. could be a
2: quarterbacks coach maybe in in uh, you know in 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 Washington there with the Commanders under Eric Bieniemy like I, I mean the idea that Aaron's going to be going in like uh, a year ago the whole thing was the organization needed to listen more to Rodgers now Rodgers needs to listen more to the organization.
3: Do we still have Ron? No. It's pretty good by you guys. What do you mean? I mean, normally, Ron doesn't have sound arguments and doesn't move the show along. Pat on the back to Ron. Oh, okay. Give him, let's give Ron a round, round applause, an applause to Ron. Thank you. 800 990 3776 There it is. But I'm going
2: to get into the show. We'll keep taking your calls. We'll keep talking with you, Scalzo and bras's family. We'll be back
6: in two minutes.
0: All Packers.
2: Aaron speaking
6: is an odd. Awesome